Hola. Hey, what's up? ¿Cómo está? Uh, muy bien, gracias. ¿Y tú? Mm, bien. Oh, okay. I'm going to transition now out Thank of you. Spanish. That was the uh, that was the end of my Spanish speaking. Was... <laughs> I remember the introduction and can count to 10 and that's about all you got? Yep. Sick. Uh, well, we are recording this on Cinco de Mayo, so we just took a shot of tequila. Jacob made tacos. They were delicious. I did make tacos, yeah. The tequila also wasn't really that bad. Is Top shelf tequila, some Don Julio Reposado vodka, vodka tequila, tequila. Reposado te- tequila. That I spilled in my on your face a little bit. Yeah, That's I was going to say dude. beard, but it's not quite a beard. Expensive. My goatee. Pretty good though. Not a big tequila fan, but pretty good. <clears throat> if you got to drink tequila, you got to drink the best tequila. Fucking do it right. Uh, so in honor of uh, Cinco de Mayo, we did not do a Mexican cryptid because we didn't want to offend anybody. That's going to be my reasoning yes. for why we didn't do that. And we've already done Chupacabra, so... Yeah, we'll have to revisit that one someday, probably. Maybe next Cinco de Mayo. Hey, probably Did we do not. that Who on knows? Cinco de Mayo the first time? I doubt it. No, we probably didn't have the foresight in season one to... No, we it was episode barely three. barely have the foresight now. It was episode now. three. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it was episode three that we did that, I think. Or so it dropped us anyway. It was probably February, maybe March. Either way. Uh, what, what cryptid are we going to cover today? Because um, it's not the Chupacabra. No, it's, uh, it's hard to... I, mean, I guess atmospheric beasts? Yeah, it's pretty Or atmospheric broad. monsters, air whales, sky rods. monsters, air rods. I'm going to be talking about a lot of rods. We can uh, fucking veer off into a couple of different ways. Before we get too far into this, I just, uh, you just posted that Instagram poll. Yes, I just posted it. And the Instagram poll for this week's episode is, are clouds cryptids? That is a good question. Go out there and vote on Instagram or Facebook stories. I mean, you can't vote on that one now because it already happened. But wait for the next one. It's at the end of the episode. Yeah, just go follow us on social media and then you'll, you'll know. Turn on those notifications. Or follow us on Discord. Definitely follow us on Discord, regardless. Some cool people over there. Having some having, fun conversations. Some good chats, for sure. A lot of cryptid memes going on. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> anyway, so, so atmospheric beasts. I, I mean... Beasts of the atmosphere. Okay. Um, this has been Counting Cryptids. Is that the joke that you do every time that I get mad about you doing? <laughs> yep. Yep. Still good coming the other way. I'd also like to add real quick that it is Revenge of the Fifth. Because oh, because tomorrow was May the 4th? Yesterday was tomorrow. May the 4th. Wow. Uh, <clears throat> that's how time works, right? I wish it could be Saturday Maybe. again. Fuck. All right. So I, I guess atmospheric beasts is kind of like a wide, uh, like a very broad term. I don't, there's not like. Describes multiple things. Yeah, sort of. So it's like, it's basically just giant creatures that live in Earth's atmosphere, either by weighing less than the atmosphere or by some other means of wingless, wingless flight. Breaks physics. Uh, describe well, not really. I mean, if if it if it weighs less than the atmosphere true, right? or whatever, it's they're helium density, helium based beings. Uh, so described in many shapes: jellyfish, whales, serpent, manta ray, just amoeba-like in general, organic shapes. Uh, the shape of the creature seems to correlate with the movement in some instances. Uh, like a serpent would be like more of an undulating sort of thing, and jellyfish would be more of like a pulsing. In some instances. But relatively sea-faring creatures. 
in their movements. I think that's just because their... of the way that it moves, but you're not wrong. Because it's not like really what you would associate as existing in the sky, which is basically just birds. Birds. Insects. Or like, yeah, okay, insects, I suppose. Um, those come in quite the number of shapes and sizes. Indeed. Uh, often described as fragile and suggested, suggested that they have a very light density when they are at altitude, but if they come too low, they become more dense and turn into like a pile of jelly that evaporates really quick. Um, It's a super convenient way to like write off the question of why we don't have a body of one of them. It disintegrated. What do you you mean? I think that's, uh, so that's, I'll get into that shit later. Hang on. I don't need to get ahead of myself. Thanos came in just, you gone. Thank you. Uh, So... Is supposed to be seen often after a meteor shower. Suggested that like yeah. they just get fucked up by the meteors entering the atmosphere and just throws off their kills them. their mojo, I guess. It just hits them with it, and for like when they, I think when they die, like I guess I didn't really mention this. They're they're pretty much invisible. Like you can't yeah, really yeah. see them unless they're like doing something specific or like feeding. Like, yeah, or I saw that. <clears throat> hunting prey. Also saw that like. 20th century like radio signals that were given off disrupted them making them easier to see in some places yeah that was um from the 1975 book the cosmic pulse of life written by a ufo author trevor james constable who theorized that the ufo phenomena was not actually extraterrestrial technology but quote colossal amoeba-like creatures that dwell in earth's atmosphere he went on to suggest that the creatures spent most of their life in quote low density state and were nearly invisible but when they increase their density, density, they would become more visible. Suggested density increase would be while hunting or when dying or if they are too low in the atmosphere. He posed that radar devices of the 20th century somehow slowed, somehow disturbed their density and made them slightly less invisible. He went on to offer that they were likely carnivorous and potentially responsible for animal mutilations as well as a large number of missing persons annually. That's a big claim. Fucking right, but he's a pretty well-established... Yeah, individual scientific or uh, I believe UFO UFO yeah. kind of guy. Um, he he like he called them critters. Yes, yeah, I, I was like was I'm weird. mad about it. Like that's what you that's what you came up with. Fucking critters. We got lost on like a vacation to South Dakota, and my aunt kept referring. It's like, oh, you guys see any critters yet? And that's like the only time anybody has ever used the word critters in my life. It just kept happening. We were lost, and we like for like hours. We were like lost in the car, and this was the '90s. People, my cousins kept asking, like, "Are we, are we there yet?" And her answer was, "We're getting closer," or something that was like ambiguous enough that she wasn't lying, but didn't imply that we were like nearly there and Being give us hopes of like, yeah. Oh, it was fuck. It was a bad. We got there. We were supposed to get there hours before we didn't get in until like I don't know eleven o'clock at night, and nobody had eaten. So we like got there and just immediately started grilling. Nice, just fucking in just a random house we were staying at. Just Let's grilling go at midnight. White trash as fuck. Into it. Um. Okay. So, uh, I guess also individuals who have come into contact with these beings described it as feeling like a soft tongue and smelling like mildew. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of getting a Haunter vibe for all you Pokemon fans out there. There's more more Pokemon to come. Oh, yes, there is. But, yeah. 
Yeah, that's such a strange description of a mysterious... Like, I would assume they're in, like, a blob form if humans are in contact with them. I I don't think it... I don't really understand because it didn't seem like it was. Because, the like, the jelly thing doesn't cockpit? appear like it's the kind... Of, no, it was a, I believe it was a police officer. On his bicycle? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, one of these things that we talked about uh, as being a atmospheric beast was like they're known as rods or Roswell rods. That I, that may or may not be a different thing, but they are sort of associated with one another. Yeah. So anyway, the rods was here's our tie back to Cinco de Mayo. Mexican film director Jose Escamilla. Escamilla. Yeah, that's that's how you pronounce that. He presumably discovered back in 1994. Some rods that he could not explain. Um, he was recording a documentary outside of Roswell, New Mexico. Um, so he got interested while we're trying to record this. Like saw these things in his cameras, you know, which we haven't mentioned. I guess they only seem to be visible in with a camera, specifically the Roswell rods. I okay. believe. Um, I've I've seen some suggestion that that is more of like a an issue with the developing film or just with the, okay. the camera itself. I don't I I don't really know. I looked less into the rods. I spent a lot of time looking at rods today, Jacob. All right, Connor. What else you got about rods for me then? Um. So he uh took his video to be analyzed by some top end people. Um, led him to believe that. The insects were an unknown form of organic life only visible through a camera. So he wasn't per se saying there were anything too far out there. Just some like... Just thought it was bugs that you yeah, could... Yeah, like, insects. Is the suggestion that like they're moving so fast that you can't see them with the naked eye and you would just like occasionally pick yeah. them up on like a, a photo that was taken? Right. So he... Fucking... So after his discovery came forth... Uh, looking through these documentary scenes, I guess. Um, a bunch of people sent photos and videos in. Some of them are trash and some of them are, are not that bad. Um, but pictures from New Mexico, Indiana, Connecticut, and then in films of the Iraq War contained rods in, from every camera. Hmm. Um, they also... They, they also apparently left marks in Braveheart. I would be really interested to see if like like if you could have two cameras set up and like happen to capture it in two different angles. And and, and the angles core like have a camera facing east and a camera facing north or whatever and you have one moving one direction if that direction would correlate on both cameras because that would be in my mind a kind of a way Definitive to 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 figure add out what it is to it at least if right. not, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know if that would prove it, but I, I want to say anytime they went to like replicate anything, they were never able to do so as far as like debunking it with, yeah. with cameras. There's a lot of ways to fake it, but as far as puppetry and stuff yeah, like that. And, and then you could add it in post and things like that. That would be much easier. But I think the with the video is a lot harder to, <clears throat> yeah, but to fake. The, the rods appear to be white in color and long, long, uh, like the amoebas. The, I think highest. the amoeba is more of like a ball. It's like a long amoeba where it's got the, the tentacles like around it. Yeah, yeah. But it's got like 
fins. I don't think they're fins. They're... Oh, I mean, maybe you did mean the word amoeba, and I'm just an asshole. I mean, I... Yeah. It's an amoeba. <laughs> Not bad. Um, few inches to about three feet long. And like I said, they have fine membrane on both sides of their body that help them travel through the air like a cuttlefish. But apparently at supersonic speeds, undetectable to the human eye. That's so... These are weird, and I don't... I mean, if it's just a thing with the camera, then that's annoying. But if it's... Uh, if it's, You can't, like, reproduce it without, like, physically having something there or adding it in post, you know? Yeah. It seems like, why would somebody go through the trouble of adding that to like if you're filming a movie and then you're like well this is weird why is this happening i don't know there was one that we we watched kind of like just getting into researching that was that it almost looked like a flame or a a that flare video, yeah i don't I, I think that was i don't know if that's a rod because it was in frame like it was a video where it just kind of sat there and was yeah kind of moving a little bit I will, we'll post a link to that video if you get that um, link to me. Uh, I, it's, yeah, it's kind of... Very weird. It is strange. and it's. I mean, the definition of UFO is just unidentified, unidentified flying yeah. object, so that doesn't mean that it's of alien. alien technology or even just like secret government technology. Just You don't know what it is. It is something that we don't know. Well, we don't know. We don't know. There's another type of variant of oh, okay. the atmospheric beast, which I saw we talked about a little bit, the jellyfish, sky jellyfish. Yes. Pretty much uh, it's a jellyfish in the sky. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, they often look like clouds. A lot of the pictures I saw were just pretty sure they were just Fucking clouds. clouds. <laughs> but there are some that are like, that's pretty like detailed jellyfish. They're pretty... <laughs> Straight like, lines for mm, a cloud. Like very definitive. Yes. Quite defined. Um, very, very weird. I think a lot of the time, from my understanding, they look a lot like clouds until all of the sudden they move very irregularly. Yes. And then it appears and it like it holds its shape while it's moving in a way that seems odd. So is it like, God, what if fucking clouds are just sentient? Are clouds cryptid? <laughs> oh, God, that was the question. Fuck. <laughs> We should answer that at the beginning, but we'll answer it what we think <laughs> no. at the end yeah, after yeah. all of this. Uh, we go through all this research here. We talked about it at the beginning before, but uh, I'm gonna get into uh, okay. I'm gonna talk about the uh, Crawfordsville monster. Okay, maybe incident would be a different way to describe it. This one's kind of cool because I, I saw said it. Crawfordsville creature. Okay, um, I saw it described as a cyclops with an eye inside of its mouth, which is made up of three jaws. Three jaws. Which is fucking crazy. Um, sort of serpentine, serpentine. A snake-like shape, an eel shape, <laughs> and feathers on its side and back. There'll be a photo in the description. Uh, so on September 5th, 1891, Marshall McIntyre and Will Gray, two icemen, uh, sighted something strange that hovered above them, uh, <clears throat> describing it as a, quote, horrible apparition that filled them with dread. A similar sighting reported by Rev. G. W. Switzer of Methodist Church and his wife described, having, described it as having been 18 feet long, 8 feet wide, and moved rapidly through the air by means of several pairs of side fins. 
It was pure white and had no definitive shape or form, resembling somewhat a great white shroud fitted with propelling fins. There was no tail or head visible, but there was one great flaming eye and a sort of wheezing plaintive sound that was emitted from the mouth when it was visible. It flapped like a flag in the wind as it came on and frequently gave a great squirm as though suffering unutterable agony. Years later, Crawford reported by... Years later, a Crawford reporter by the name of Vincent Gaddis interviewed what must have been the whole town uh, and found the phenomena had been witnessed by hundreds of residents. The following night, on September 6th, some claimed they, they felt the monster's hot breath as it flew overhead. Uh, I'm not sure if it was the night of the 6th or the night after, but two locals, uh, John Hornbeck and Abe Hernley, uh, quote, followed the wraith about town and finally discovered it to be a flock of hundreds of killdeer, uh, which is a All bird, bird yeah. in case you didn't know. I didn't. I, I was like, <laughs> I I'm pretty sure it's a bird, but I gotta, I gotta double to check. Um, the Crawfordsville Journal posted that newly installed electric lights could have disoriented the birds, causing them to hover above the city. Sounds plausible. I, I kind of, the eye is the only thing in there that like, throws what? me. The However, jaws. there is some speculation that the Reverend never actually existed. Oh. And so fake news and clickbait have been around a lot longer than we thought. Since uh, 1891. 1891. I was going to say 1981. Much earlier. So there's some, some suggestions that this one was like hurt or dying. There's some talk of it being injured or like making, like it suffering. Like it moved as if it was suffering unutterable agony and the way that it made sounds. So some people thought that it was injured or something. Okay, so we talked about last episode, people knowing what owls look like. Yeah. I'm sure there was large swarms of birds back in 1891. It's not like your first time not, seeing a not bunch my of first birds time, flying like, around. Yeah, I see like a large flock of birds. I'm like, God damn, that's a lot of birds Like all at once. There might be something going on. But I've never been like, holy fuck, that is a sky creature. Other than a bird. Two guys see it. I mean, it's late at night. It is, yeah. I have, I have um, the actual article reported from, uh, on September 7th, 1891 in the Crawford Journal. Right. I, I fucking found and retyped all of that. I'll link to the actual article in the description. There's maybe a quote in here I wanted to read, but it was like 2 o'clock in the morning when the Icemen saw it. I don't know what the uh, delivery is. 2 a.m., yeah. Maybe cutting ice? Don't know. They're doing Iceman things, dog. But yeah, I, I don't think that they'd be alarmed by a large flock of birds. And I, unless there was a hole in the the swarm of birds and the sun was directly there. But it's 2 in the morning. The sun's not going to be yeah, up that's at fair. the moon. But I think they described the squad. They described it as being red, right? Is that what I said? Yeah, red eye. Flaming, flaming eye red eye uh so i guess I'll, I'll read the account like the direct from the the article real quick it was called squirmed like a serpent <laughs> crawford's nameless aerial specter also seen by minister and wife seemingly headless and propelled by fins it swam its irregular way through the air and filled its beholders with awe that's how 1891's people read oh, okay uh <clears throat> i feel like i'm there 
A strange sight seen by Marshall McIntyre and Will Gray, two Icemen, last Saturday morning about 2 o'clock continues to be the talk of the people of this city. The men are very positive they actually witnessed something that is yet to be accounted for. Their story, in brief, as told by McIntyre, was that when they were in the barn hitching up their teams... Hitching up their teams, a strange sensation of awe and dread came over them. Looking up, McIntyre saw the horrible apparition coming towards him from the west. The shape was over 100 feet above the ground and looked to be about 20 feet long and 8 feet wide, as it moved rapidly through the air by means of several pairs of fins. The men claimed that it did not seem to have a head, and when, when it got immediately over the residence of Mr. Martin, their employer, it commenced to turn around in circle where it remained some time. The men took safety in the barn from which they viewed the phenomena. It then sailed off towards the east, but very soon returned, and the men drove away to the ice house. When they returned, it was gone. Too bad they didn't have cameras back in 1891. Uh, the, the reverend reported having seen it between 12 o'clock and 1 o'clock, so roughly one hour before the ice men. He's not a very reputable source. As he might not exist. Uh, initially, it, he said that it resembled uh, very much resembling a mass of floating drapery. It's a ghost. It's fucking. It's uh, a flock of birds with like a, a sheet <laughs> with like two eye holes poked in it, or just one <laughs> eye hole. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> One's got a flashlight. It's red flashlight. <laughs> oh man. Um, also, so there's one other thing noted in the in the original article here. I'm going to read again from that article. Uh, there are other persons who were out at about the same time, and they all noticed that the birds were chirping as if in distress, and say that a, a peculiar sensation would come over them every few minutes, like as if they felt that something was going to swoop down upon them. Okay. This has no mention of birds in this article other than... Does the that birds mean, are like, acting weird. Just birds that are out? Because it seems weird for birds to be chirping at one in the morning. Birds are doing bird things. I don't know. I'm not usually up at one in the morning, so I don't listen for I'm birds. not either, but they don't start chirping until the sun comes up, really. I think they Could go they to be bed. bats? Bats don't make the same sound as birds. Fair. And maybe this thing just eats birds. Oh. Birds fly high. Carnivorous, apparently. Allegedly. Is that, yeah. I don't know what to think of that. So we're talking about that one maybe being injured. I guess I'll get into when they die. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about when they die. So when they die, they fall to earth as a, quote, gelatinous mass that may resemble a green, purple, gray, or iridescent jelly that evaporates into nothing within minutes, hours, or at the longest, a few days. This is allegedly explaining star jelly, if you have any idea what that is. uh a, quote, gelatinous substance sometimes found on grass or even branches of trees. According to folklore, it is deposited on the earth during meteor showers. Star jelly is described as a translucent grayish-white gelatin that tends to evaporate shortly after having, quote, fallen. Explanations have ranged from the materials being the remains of frogs, toads, and worms to the byproducts of cyanobacteria to the paranormal. Uh, it's a gay frog. <laughs> reports of the substance date back to the 14th century and have continued to present day. I also saw a lot about frog spawn, uh, but apparently no frog spawn has ever been reported near the size of some of these masses. What is a, a frog spawn? I have an idea, but I don't know the definition. Let me... 
Uh, so it's like when when they lay eggs. Okay. They they lay it yeah. in jelly like clumps. Yeah, they all clump together. Got it. That's what um, I was thinking. Toads lay it in what looks like long strips. Frogs are more just like blobs of fucking eggs. It's just like just like bleh. yeah. Just bleh. I think they talked about that in that MU episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. We should bring that up because. That have, was a great episode. Yeah, I uh, I do actually have some stuff from a Mysterious Universe article I'm going to be reading shortly as well. Oh, good. Um, I probably do as well. So, a couple of accounts yes. uh, of uh, this star jelly substance. Just, this is all it just sounds like a fucking Wikipedia. Like a KB jelly. A KY or jelly. K- you don't, you don't know anything about lube, do you, Connor? No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> on the 11th of November, 1846, a luminous object estimated at four feet in diameter fell at Louisville, uh, Louisville, New York, leaving behind a heap of foul-smelling luminous jelly that disappeared quickly, according to Scientific America. In 1954, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania policemen reported discovering a doomed disc of quivering jelly six feet in diameter, one foot thick at the center and an inch or two near the edge. When they tried to pick the blob up, it dissolved into an odorless, sticky scum. The incident inspired the 1958 movie The Blob. On the 11th of August, 1979, Sybil Christian of Frisno, Texas, Frisco, Texas, reported the discovery of several purple blobs of goo on her front yard following a meteor shower. A follow-up investigation by reporters and an assistant director of the Fort Worth Museum of Science and History discovered a battery processing plant outside of town where caustic soda was used to clean impurities from the lead in the batteries, resulting in a purplish compound as its byproduct. The report was greeted with some skepticism, however, as the compounds at the processing plant were solid, whereas the blobs on Christian's lawn were gelatinous. Others, however, pointed out that Christian had tried to clear them off her lawn using a garden hose. On December, 19th, on December 1983, grayish-white oily gelatin fell on North Reading, Massachusetts. Thomas Grinley reported finding it on his lawn, on the streets and sidewalks, and dripping from gas station pumps. It's everywhere. All over the place. It, it, it seems like it's probably not frog spawn in most No, instances. that doesn't make any sense. I don't think frog spawn just like melts in your hand and turns into sticky jelly if you try to pick it up. I think it's just gross. Also, six feet wide and a foot deep in the middle. It's a oh, lot of frog shit. spawn, baby. Sick. That's over my head. I'm drowning also, in frog spawn. December in Massachusetts. Cold. Assuming that's cold. I would say, yeah. I don't think that's breeding season for frogs. Not particularly a good time for, for And breeding. November of 1846 was the one in New York that disappeared quickly. Oh, those two were actually different. That disappeared. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. Never mind. Uh, Both <clears throat> sound like two, two times that are not cold. Or that There's are not two times warm where enough is, for them to I do have, it. There's one in August, but that was the one where Still pretty they were late. talking about the battery processing plant. You, you you have something? So n- frogs don't lay eggs in the winter, but they do lay eggs in the spring, summer, and sometimes early fall. So unlikely November by December, there's no Probably way they should not, be. No. Unlikely that it is frog spawn in these instances. Quite. What that is, I don't know. I mean, and it's interesting that in uh, 
like the the folklore that it's after meteor showers since we talked about them potentially getting destroyed by meteors as they come down some sort of plasma from a meteor had to be moving pretty fast to produce a plasma well i mean uh just it being because in folklore it's just like yeah like this is just it it happens after a meteor shower Hmm. it's remnants of that but if if in actuality there is something that just exists that then gets hit by a meteor and killed and then that falls to the earth and then is this jelly this one is it's weird it's very weird might be one of the weirdest ones we've fucking is there just jellyfish that live in the sky i need to like start looking in the sky more I will say, and I said this to you earlier, there was a like very surprising amount of information about these atmospheric beasts. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot of fucking stories. We'll get it. I got a. I don't know. I've got. I've got a few. Okay. Okay. But, you, yeah. Uh, the first one is what I'm calling the Gibadi incident on April 27th in 1961. Scientific journal- journalist Bruno Gibadi. Okay was driving along the highway that runs adjacent to the Monte Silvano Beach in Italy when his tire popped. While he was changing his tire, he noticed a multi-winged object flying towards him at an incredible velocity. Somehow he reached for his camera and took a picture of the creature, which will be in the show notes. Um, it looks kind of like a shark. Is that the one that looks like a whale? It's not the whale's ass. I've got no, that one the whale's later. Ass? Okay, but this uh, it's it's the one with the the weird fins. Oh, the one that looks like a kind torpedo of, okay, yeah, yeah. with fins. There's another photo that I saw right after this one that I will be linking to a photo of because it looks like uh, Latios and Latias. Yeah, yeah, that was the next one in my my stories. More more Pokemon for you. Okay, how about you hit that story if you're not done with the first one that I interrupted. Uh, that was about it. I just <laughs> took a picture of it. It's on the internet. This that looks one, like a painting. That one looks like an airplane. It does look quite like an airplane. In 1961, there is plausible. A, that painting of it, but the painting like looks a lot like the photo. Yes. The it's, painting is the It the looks like a point. sort of strange aircraft, but I, whatever. It's very strange. Um, so the Latias or Latios uh, photo. Uh, while much is not known about the story... Uh, the picture is pretty strange. It looks like it looks like it could be like an X-wing fucking fighter. Like it's it's weird. I I mean, sort of amoeba esque. Also, yeah. This one, the, the article more... I read, like described it as a stubby squid. Okay, yeah. I it looks kind of like an aircraft, but it looks so non aerodynamic. Yeah, it looks like Latios or Latias. I. Some of the, the witnesses in that from that photo, that time, that incident, reported there being lights along the base of the creature. This one was in July of 1999 by an Itali- Italian, sorry, for all of our Italian listeners. I hear they hate when they say Italian. Oh, actually? Because Heather and Rob yell at me all the time about it. Okay, but they're not like Italian. Yeah, you're right. They're American. That's why it annoys me so much when they also, do it. Also, I feel like anything that... <laughs> Never mind. It's, it's Italy, not idly. Yeah, no, I mean... Who like, the fuck says it's not idly? I mean, everybody. Nobody pronounces it idly. Why don't they? Because that's not how it's pronounced. That's My sister how... says Italian, too, and I just, like, I throw her so much shit for that. I say idly, 
I got it. They're like, it's pronounced idly. Italian, but I, I say it idly. Italian? Idly? I say it I say, I say both. I say Italian. Just to piss them off. Just like use them both incorrectly? Yeah, yeah. I just I gotta Savage. stay consistent. Yeah. Uh, let's get on to the, the whale's ass. The whale's photo. ass, yes, yes, yes. So in 1973, on the afternoon of November 3rd, a Mexican banker and his family spied a strange object flying over Cocoyoke, Mexico. I hope that's how you pronounce that. The wife said the object was roundish and didn't resemble any aircraft that she knew of. The family pulled over to take a better picture or take a better look at the creature. Um, as they were exiting the vehicle, the thing blazed through the sky. Luckily, the banker captured a photo just before it left the area. Um, and the photo, like, is just the sky with a black dot. And somebody had zoomed it in. And it, it, it looks like the backside of a whale. It does kind of look like a whale swimming away. Or a blimp. It definitely also kind of looks like a blimp or a balloon. But, I mean, it... It does really look like a whale, too. Looks like it, you're looking at directly at the tail of a whale. Just, yeah. Just straight up the whale's ass. Ayo. I mean, if it bubbles like a whale, Connor. Then it must be an atmospheric beast. Caught me off guard. <clears throat> That's what I'm here for. Well, you, got any, you got any stories? Uh, that was the other one I had in my notes. Uh, I took it from you. That's fine. That's really all I got for stories. Um, there's there's no shortage of no, stories. No, 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 there's not. I, it, most of them are pretty basic and just real quick little... Snippets of... A little, there's a lot events. of those little ones. I think a lot of the ones that you had were from that myster- uh, a Mysterious Universe article that I'm going to be linking to. Um, find that article name. Atmospheric Monsters Attack was the article. Ah, yes. Uh, it is where I also did a, a pretty good podcast. Yes. 21.9? 21.9, I believe, yes. Double check that episode number real quick, but I would also, if this is something that is interesting, that you're yeah, interested in. Yeah, 21.09. Season 21, episode 9 of Mysterious Universe. Check that out. So it's a good one. Not to plug another podcast, but if you're going to listen to another podcast, listen to Mysterious Universe. Do we talk about UFOs? We Not per really. Se. We kind of like let up into it a little bit. Uh, a lot of people think that they're UFOs. I mean, define UFO at this point, then. Uh, like you extraterrestrial a... craft of some sort. I've also saw uh, extra dimensional. Is that how you say that? Interdimensional. Ex- in, yes, an interdimensional craft or a creature. I mean, a lot of the photos look a lot like a like a a a, a, a flying saucer with like lights coming out of them, but also it resembles a jellyfish. Yes, and uh, Carl Sagan proposed that some kind of astrobiological balloon-like beast might be soaring through the skies of massive gas giants such as Jupiter. Uh, oh, was it Carl Sagan? Yes. Did you literally just say that? Literally just said that. Ah, it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's okay, you had your mouth open. Uh, yeah, so, I was, um, so according to NASA, this is about specifically atmospheric jellyfish. Uh, the okay. creatures may be a result of space debris reflecting off of the northern lights in some instances, which kind of seems like that MIB swamp gas thing, you know? Yeah, that seems uh, sus. But NASA has also launched 60,000 jellyfish into Earth's orbit during their <laughs> <laughs> from underseas to outer space experiment. 
These, I just imagine cannons with jellyfish inside. Just here we go. I don't know the validity of that. I had never heard of this before. before. Slingshotting from jellyfish. underseas to outer space. <laughs> so they're just like launching animals into space. Be like. Maybe it will live. Maybe it's a good idea to decrease the budget for NASA. They probably like took it on a spaceship, not just like launched Launched it from a cannon or like sent it up to the. It's a t-shirt cannon full of jellyfish. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this video describes the life science experiment conducted on the science science lab. Life is science's mission flown. On the space shuttle, more than 2,000 jellyfish were sent in space for a study of how living things adapt to microgravity environment of Earth's orbit. Scientists examined how microgravity affects the development of young jellyfish, especially their gravity receptors. The gravity receptors of jellyfish serve a purpose similar to the inner ear of human beings for balance balance and orientation from NASA's website. Interesting. So I don't I mean, know if 60,000 jellyfish is actually the number NASA said 2,000. I don't know. I don't th- again, I don't think they're just launching them like and seeing if they fucking just what they just, do, you know what I mean? Take just, off. That one didn't float. Shoot another. We've got 20,000 more of these. <laughs> 20,162. 20,163. Just a 20, guy scribbling in the corner, <laughs> corner like just tally nothing, marks. nothing, nothing. Dr. Charles, this was absurd. Uh, by the way, they're not dragons. What we were talking about today are not oh, dragons. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, the, some serpent-esque ones kind of resemble a dragon and the fact that they don't really have wings. Yeah. Oh, my God. So now that I'm thinking about a sky whale, I'm just thinking of that magic leap shit. Do you remember that? It's like the... No. Let oh, I, I me... Mean, Magic Leap, is that a video game? No, it's it like it's like a fucking video game, but real life. So I think you have to wear like a, a headset in order to see it, but it's like VR shit. Okay. But it was the way that they advertised it was just like they were in a gymnasium full of children and they weren't like wearing special eyewear or anything, but there was just like a whale like swimming through the fucking air in the gymnasium. Like that was like a hologram. Not real. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'll try to I'll see if I can find that. Uh, video, oh, that shit was crazy. Oh I think boy. I think you have to have some sort of headset on for it. I'm not 100% sure, but it was uh I think when they were hiring people, the way that they worded it was like magicians wanted and shit like that or maybe wizards. I don't I don't remember what it wizards was. wanted. Yeah, man, it was fucking it's so cool that shit either way, but I mean people do like say that certain organizations are projecting shit into the atmosphere don't know that these fall into that category because they turn into gelatinous blobs. Uh, so there was a jellyfish anomaly of Petrosphadeca. Yeah. Sphad- Sphad- Petrosavodska. Uh, it was first documented sighting of atmospheric jellyfish uh, that was sighted by hundreds of local people uh, in above the skies of that place that I'm not going to try to fucking pronounce again in Russia on September 20th, 1977. Uh, I, it's, I don't know. There's a photo of this one I can I can link to as well. It, it just looks like a UFO, but apparently hundreds of people saw it. And UFO, I keep fucking saying because it is sort of an unidentified flying object in this instance. Yeah. I mean, there's another report of uh, one in 1998 in China, Russia, Italy, 
the Americas. It's all over the world. It's, it's fucking everywhere. This is a thing. In different shapes and sizes and smells, I guess. I don't fucking know. I think a lot of these... So I looked at, I looked at a lot of the, the rods research yeah. and stuff. And a lot of those are camera only things. Like, those are just camera phenomena. I think most of these are like naked eye in encounters. I, some of them, I think it's the kind of thing where they see something and take a photo real quick. That okay. one that you had said in, in Mexico, they saw it and it like whizzed past and he got the camera out just in time to get a photo of it before it was too far gone. Um, so it's coming out of its invisible phase into reality and veiling. So I don't know. Maybe if it moves like really, really fast, it's it has it, like it changes its density to to move at quicker speeds or something. Okay. Or just when it does that, it there's some sort of like bioluminescence associated with that. And I don't know if that's the same. Um, I saw one. I'll try to remember to link to a picture of it. Kind of had that sort of cuttlefish sort of motion yeah. to it, or maybe like a manta ray sort of thing, like almost like like water wings for lack what, of fucking yeah. fins i don't know whatever I'm word sure people they would call that shit name in zoology or something yeah right oh god damn it now i gotta fucking think of what i was gonna say about it oh uh apparently he didn't see it really he like saw it just like he thought it was a cloud and he's like oh that's a weird looking cloud and he happened to be a photographer and he just like was taking pictures anyway so he like took a couple of pictures and then it wasn't till later he was like looking at it and kind of zoomed in and you it has a very weird uh shape to it i will I'll link to that photo as well um it's just some weird ass shit, and I'm kind of bothered to the core by it, even though it doesn't really affect me in any fucking way. Well, you want to hear something that'll affect you in some sort of way? Please. In 2012, British scientists from the University of Sheffield discovered tiny space bugs in Earth atmospheres, in Earth's atmosphere, following the Perseids, Perseids, Perseids meteor shower. That was the same one from that one lady's yard. So the bug, they sent up a balloon and like captured these on camera and then brought the balloon down and the bugs were on the balloon. What? What kind of bugs? I, I bugs don't be know. That high. First of all, there's a limit of how, how high yes. bugs can go. Like you can pass that limit in a skyscraper. Like if you have a fly inside of a building, it can fly to the top floor. But if it flies out the window, it can't fly. Because of, of the air pressure, air pressure or density or whatever the fuck that is. So like it goes out and like there's a point where it can't fly. I don't know if it's like four stories up or something, depending hmm. on the bug. But in inside a building, I'm relatively certain they can just like do whatever, yeah, but they can't Yeah. They That's can't crazy. go out. <laughs> That's crazy. And they fly like hundreds of miles and stuff. Like birds and bugs migrate. Would do you have anything else about those bugs? I don't have anything about they the bugs like other than bugs. They were not the scientists insist that the samples couldn't be from the earth, the earth's surface because of their strict tests to avoid contaminations. So isn't that proof of extraterrestrial life at that point? <laughs> like, what are we still having this conversation for? Seven I, years I don't later? know. So that's a good, that's a good question. So is that, I mean, do you think these things are extraterrestrial in any capacity, whether that means that some of like they floated from Jupiter or they, yeah, or just like existed in some sort of space vacuum thing area. and they just move through there and then know, get stuck in the Earth's man. atmosphere, or is it a, a spaceship of some sort? I've got to say that can they make a fucking spaceship that's like alive, like travel inside a jellyfish? I don't see why not, Jesus like Christ. biological mechanism. So, I, I want to say that the 
the one that the what's his name now um uh the jose escamilla yeah the ones that he saw i think were just bugs moths flying through the frames i mean you don't catch them by eye because they're so small and they go by quick but the the flapping of the wings makes that uh amoeba like wave on the outside of the creature and it moving so fast like it has to do with the frame rate of yeah, the camera and exactly. the speed of the and this was like wings. in like 1960 or something so presumably limited range Less, on yeah. adjusting frame rate without having like a super super expensive camera and even they were limited to the you know the best of their abilities like we have better cameras than they ever had in our phones and everybody still gets really really shitty ufo encrypted photos yeah i think it's a giant conspiracy that samsung just like samsung and you know apple all just sit back and just like flag photos and just like erase parts out of there i think uh the only people who cryptids expose themselves to are people who still use like an old uh like a motorola fucking brick phone or he's got a motorola don't worry about it i don't bigfoot's Peeking out from behind oh, a bush. Let's fucking. <laughs> he needs to upgrade his fucking mobile plan. He's got to switch to Boost Mobile. I'm on an AT and T. Not I can't a sponsor. Get... <laughs> Could be. As I peek out all levels, <laughs> I don't think I want to sponsor Boost Mobile. I feel like if we were gonna fucking sell out and sponsor something, I'd want to be like, at least it's something I believe in. Um, <clears throat> i.e., Cryptid Crate wearing a Cryptid Crate shirt again today. Not a sponsor, but definitely could be. Connor wearing his... Uh, the same his, shirt I wear every episode. Every <laughs> if you want to send your cryptid shirts to me, I wear a size medium. <laughs> so, do you think it is... Terrestrial is not the word that I want to use because, ter- like, to me, terrestrial is, like, on the ground. But yeah, fish aren't like on the ground, but are terrestrial beings. So if it only exists in the sky, aquatic it is beings. from the earth. It is terrestrial. That is the definition. Yes, is a terrestrial being would be land based. Okay, okay, fine. But f- in the sense of that it is, it is from the earth. Yes. This is originates it, on this planet. Yeah. I I really like the idea. Like I've seen depictions of people's thoughts of what animals would look like on gas giants floating around like Carl Sagan said they didn't seem invisible but it was it's, it's, it's a very interesting concept I don't believe that that could exist but who the fuck am I to say that it couldn't well and I saw some some arguing as well that like like we know that there are a lot of unidentified species in the oceans because there's a lot of the ocean that is undiscovered and uncharted and just you know it stuff moves around down there yeah, too right, so yeah. like you can't just be like Cool, I went through there. There was nothing there. It's like, okay, well... Things, Two hours things later, yeah. yeah. there was a fucking... So, it, it is argued that less of the sky then has been, and it depends on how up you would go to the atmosphere or whatever, and you have a lot of pilots flying around all the time and I stuff say, too, but like, there's definitely few. flight paths, and they have like certain Altitudes, heights that they go yeah. to. Plus, if these things are mostly translucent or mostly invisible or whatever... I'm not gonna see them. Unlikely. Yeah, you'd be surprised, though. I, 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 pilots have some fucking crazy-ass stories anyway, and I'm yeah, sure that there was a number of fucking instances of people in planes and pilots in planes reporting these. I would really like to know if there's any, some. like, uh, 
airplanes that have landed with jelly on them. Ooh. Like they just hit one. Is that turbulence? Damn it. it turbulence is just you running over uh Yeah, just space road or uh air roadkill. Yeah. I am searching for star jelly on airplane and I am just getting like little kid backpacks with airplanes on them. I do not need to hear about you uh joining the Mile High Club though. Where are you at? What do you think? Did you answer? Do you think it's terrestrial? Is it from Earth or from outer space? If or they're real. Do you think it's a, a ship or oh, a living thing? Fuck. I don't like something me putting is, in this. Something is fucking being seen, and whether or not the, the star jelly is an explanation, it seems like it, it, it could be associated with it, and that's like... Because it doesn't seem like every instance of that is frog spawn, for sure. I think I've made it clear in this podcast that I have no fucking idea, nor do I have any we sort really of have any idea. But I'm just knowledge. Like, hey, yeah, if you're leaning one way or the other, I, I'm just I'm just gonna I'm gonna lean towards Jupiter. So you think it's like some sort of interplanetary creature? Why couldn't there be super intelligent, floating, oh, invisible fucking? Now? Why the fuck not? I don't know. Intelligent enough to make it from Jupiter to Earth. If that if that's technolo- technologically advanced entities, I don't know, but maybe they've somehow been able to traverse space advanced. So in Star Wars, there's these like space whales that fly around. That's what I'm just picturing. It's in Star Wars Rebels, the animated TV show. Oh. So when the two planets at the are at the Earth and Jupiter at their closest point, the distance to Jupiter is only uh, 365 million miles from Jup- to Jupiter? Yeah. To Jupiter. Earth to Jupiter, 365 million miles. Oh. That's a distance. At their closest, when their orbits, like, line up. Uh, which is 6.2089 light years. Uh, nope. Because there's an E at the end of that. I don't know what the fuck this number is. It's a ways away. So you're going with interplanetary in some capacity from a gas giant or something. It's just like a a creature that lives on a different planet that somehow made its way to Earth. Yeah, and I believe that there's quite a bit of helium in Jupiter's atmosphere. So they would be lighter than helium or the same buoyance as helium in Jupiter. Which is lighter than Lighter than air, so they're going to be higher in the altitude on Earth. Not that that is helping my case at all. Don't but. you think that... Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, don't you think there would be, like, a lot of people, like, climbing mountains getting snatched by these things, then, if they're carnivorous? I mean, who says they're not, dude? I mean, people go missing, but... 411 files, man. Missing 411. I wonder if he's ever looked into this. What's his name? Yeah, fucking Sky Jellies. Hey, man, I got an answer to your book. Sky jellies. It's it's a really deep topic, and it's there's a lot to fucking go into. It's hard to to know Narrow like where down. to fucking go on this. Like even where to draw the line. Yeah, I mean, then you talk about rods and shit. Like that's definitely not like it's definitely related. But they're they're two the two are associated with one another. It's it's fucking hard. I'm gonna go with they are from Earth. Okay. I don't think that they're machines. I'm sure some instances maybe is more of like a, a 
an aircraft of some kind. So they evolved from single cell organisms into some sort of floating creature. Okay, I don't know anything about reproduction. What if they just, like, exist? They just always have been. Well, God exists. Are they gods? It's just a glimpse of God. He just I'm turns not into religious. jelly. Yes, Jacob, I He am. just turns into the jelly. Is just... This is my blood. <laughs> <laughs> the blood of Christ shed for you. Uh, it's definitely frog spawn. Uh, <laughs> They're calling it frog spawn. Can you believe that? Uh, I will spite thee. I think I'm landing on it. It being a thing, man. I I I, I really like the idea. Every instance is like it, but there's some really compelling. There's some photos that are weird, and it definitely doesn't look like a cloud. Yeah. And then there's some videos, like that one that you showed me specifically, that's that weird Wavy light flame thing. thing. And I know, like, there's, like, electrical interference and, like, weird light, like, ball lightning and weird lightning phenomena yeah. and shit that exists in nature. Whether or not that be the co- something else fucking doing it too, but I, if we know it's a thing that just happens, then I'm sure it's a thing. But electric eels. It seemed that video. How long did that video go for? Like a minute and a half. They at saw least. it with their eyes, and then fucking were taking videos. The they were talking shifted. about everything that's happening. They're fucking. That one was weird. Very weird. There will be several links to those sorts of things in here. I can't really make heads or tails of this, but it kind of seems. And with the fucking star jelly being a thing from like the 14th century that's been documented and they associated it with meteors and we have multiple accounts from the same meteor shower not the same year but the same annual meteor shower right. or i don't know how many years separated it is from one to the next but how does that not make you think it's an extraterrestrial it's not extraterrestrial if it's they're just travel the they're traveling amongst the co- what if they just live on meteors yeah Okay. Just hop off. Okay, 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 okay. So every every celestial body, so you have like like Mother Nature, you have Earth, like Gaia shit. Okay. Where like so it's like it's like oh like the Earth has a soul. So if all celestial bodies have like an essence, then every meteor that comes into contact then is like cool, that's the essence of this fucking rock. And it's just this creature that exists. So then you have many different forms and some of them die when they come in, and some of them don't. I don't know. I'm drunk, and I'm... But <laughs> some bullshit theory. The meteors that fall off the comet are small parts of that comet. Yeah. So they all get their own... I mean, not necessarily. Like, a whole thing could smash up in the atmosphere and turn into small pieces. Or if it's just, like, a big enough chunk of it or a specific piece of it. I don't fucking know. I'm not writing a movie. Why not? Because I'm not a film producer. All right. Another word idea. Could this be some sort of like bacteria or something on a lens? Like, you know, when you can like see stuff on your eyeball? Yeah. Because that's not like, you know what I mean? It's, it's on your eye if there's something on the lens. I know that there's some that have been uh, debunked as like hairs and dust and shit on like a camera lens for specifically for like rods. Yeah. But. Like, it's hard to say if they're fucking moving and, like, lighting up. I don't think that's the case, but I guess I feel like... And the stories behind them are never just, like, I took a picture and they're just, like, some of of them are. Like, I took a picture and it just happened to be in here. But a lot of them were, like, I saw something and I took a picture. Or something happened and I took a picture. And if you capture it 
on film and you see it with your eye, it is not. It's not like it's going to be something on your eye or something on the yeah. lens if you saw it in both. If you saw it Through both with your eye and then mediums, you saw yeah. it in the photo, yes. Through both mediums, yes. Good way to put that. I try to act smart once in a while. I really like the idea of there just being like... I, I want to think of them as gentle, but then that guy was like, they're carnivorous and they eat people. And gentle and, in the form that they're fragile. Right. But I don't... Apparently they eat humans and shit. Fucking... That, that's... Well, but from my understanding of it too, is like you can't... They can't come that low. Otherwise, there's an issue with them like getting back up. Yeah. Maybe that's... Maybe that's not the case. I was under the impression, like, if they came too low... They get too dense they, and yeah, there's, just they, they fall. They get stuck, and then they, yeah, turn into jelly. Yeah. On that Mysterious Universe podcast we talked about, there was an instance of, like, one that appeared to be injured, like, on the ground, mm-hmm. and another one came... Like, on a hill or something. Another one, like, came to, like... Rev- revive it or try and help it out. Or something, yeah. and I feel like it happened over a... Like, there that's was the one that sticks out the most instances. to me really really weird i really wish i would have fucking found that whole story and included that too but i mean it's fucking it's some weird ass shit do you think what do you where are you at what do you think anything final thoughts i want it to be real do you think it is no i don't I like this a lot it's really hard when you have so many different sightings of like a similar thing a lot of them are vastly different in the appearance but so are humans? I don't know. There's just there's a lot of different animals oh. that exist that none it's of them a lot look the of same. open space up there. Why not? And if they are very difficult to see anyway, yeah, I'm into it. What plus with cloud cover? What if it just is clouds? What if clouds are things? Or like sentient? Or like I would be down with that. Sentient mist is also a fucking. Cryptozoological phenomena, I believe. Next week on Counting Cryptids. <laughs> no, 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 probably not. The two, two mists against each other. Yeah. I put in my, my notes here. Is it bullshit or aliens? <laughs> First note, it's aliens. I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's extraterrestrial or... I mean, guys, it's so hard if you start talking about extraterrestrial and interdimensional shit too because interdimensional is just so fucking be open-ended anything. man yeah i this seems like i there's not people that are just in the sky they're in airplanes and stuff where you wouldn't like be able to physically, physically interact with, with it them, and you're yeah. already moving so fast you just like blow Poke right, a through, hole it right or, through it and i mean uh, apparently they can move pretty quick too so yeah most of the ones that I had were like super fast, super high. And some of the debunking doesn't seem fantastic either. No, the only real debunking that I saw that was believable was about the rods and the moths flying through camera lens, like past camera lenses. And the, from undersea to outer space, just, uh, just the launching squid to the uh, jellyfish launcher. Yeah. Uh, I, just because of like how little being difficult to see. And how little, like, if it's so high up you can't see it, like, you're like, cool, I'm going to look through a telescope during the day. You don't do that. No. And even if you did, if it's not able to be seen, you're not going to fucking see it. So it's, it's a pretty rare phenomena, even though there are so many sightings. I would like to say, people probably look through the telescope quite a bit during the day. 
Yeah. I feel like, like telescopes celestial are like, bodies that are out during the day when the sun like what's out during the day of the, you can see the moon. Are you saying you can't see there's not stars out there when the sun time? Well, yeah, you I, can, dude. Uh, different planets, Mars. Maybe at certain times of year you're able to see Mars during the yeah. day, but I don't. It's so bright out. I don't think you can. November, December, because times those are when things they don't emit light. They're in the same solar system. It's just reflecting light. Yeah, but if similar to the way the moon reflects light. But the moon's faint as fuck during the but day. The moon is, and it's so much closer. An alien spaceship monitoring the Earth. Okay, so the sun, the moon, the planet Venus, Earth orbiting satellites, planet Mars, sometimes, not all of the time, stars during an eclipse, daytime comets, daytime meteors, daytime supernova. These are 10 celestial bodies, 10 space objects you can see during the day. You can't see stars. They would have to be so much brighter than our sun, and it's so far away. But you can see all those things. There'd be a reason to look through a telescope. You, you can see them at night. You can't... The planet Mars is only like in 2018 when it was so fucking close to the Earth, you could see it during the day. You could touch it with your hand. What? So close you could touch it with your hand. I don't understand what reference you're trying to make. I don't know. Maybe if you're uh, Michael Jordan from Looney, the Space Jam. Oh my god. I saw something, like a conspiracy theory that his like retirement from basketball was like was in lieu, like the, the league was going to suspend him for his gambling thing, mm-hmm. so he decided to retire instead so he didn't, that didn't have to all come out, and then he went and played baseball instead because that was own like there's like the same owner or whatever oh. somebody was like the same fucking thing so then he just like went and played baseball there for all those years instead so it was as like so he could still be making money for that guy and doing something yeah like, it's a huge publicity son yeah. exactly instead of like turning it into like cool i'm getting suspended for this whole gambling thing my career is going to shit he retires goes and plays baseball for a couple of years until his suspension would have been lifted then he decides to come out of retirement and go back to playing basketball so space jam was only made because or like it was a lie he didn't like just want to play fucking baseball more than basketball are you saying space jam is a lie i am saying space jam is a lie Ooh, bugs big does not exist f and chap All right, Connor, if I'm going to do Cowboys, you can fucking argue that Bugs Bunny exists. I will. I've seen him, Jacob. Easter 2003. I don't know if that you was... Tell it was Bugs uh, Bunny. I thought it was an Easter Bunny. It was, it was a bunny man. Easter, you know, Bugs Bunny, Easter man. Same thing. Easter man, Easter bunny. I wonder if we could fucking uh, get, get somebody in to hypnotize you and have you fucking... I thought about doing that, but it sounds so scary. I don't want to know some of this shit. You wouldn't know it. I'd know it. I don't want you to know that shit. <laughs> okay, if there's one person that I would have to trust with that information, it'd be Jacob. I would put it all over the internet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want 50%. No, I'm saying... Okay, so we'll, we'll take uh, stuff in and like to a, a hypnotist for the show, and we'll record you getting hypnotized and try and uh, relive that event and see what happens. I don't think I could be hypnotized. We think we've talked about no, this no, no. before. So it, it's, you have to allow yourself to be susceptible and there's kinds of people that are more susceptible. I think you just have to relax and allow yourself happen. to do. I think it's like, there's one of those things that's like, I'd want to try to fight it because it's like, there's some creepiness to like hypnotizing sort of things. But like, if you're there, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, I can, I can sort of, I think I could allow myself to like, 
I think you just kind of like go along with it until it just like becomes like a thing and it just happens. I feel like I'd have to be in the sensory deprivation chamber. I mean, we just get you really, really high first. Okay, oh man. (laughs) I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Last week we did the Flatwoods monster, green monster, whatever. So who do you think would win in a a 1v1 between an an atmospheric beast? That's weird. That's weird because they both come around comets, meteors, showers. And the Flatwoods monster. Maybe they're two in the same thing. I'm so confused allies. by the one with the eye and like being described as having three jaws. Yeah, I don't know how to even like eye in the mouth. That was one person or multiple people. Uh, I didn't have like a direct witness quote of but that. Somebody I said did see that it somewhere. somewhere, and there's like depictions. There's like a, a a rendition of that that looks like it'd be like a fucking like a Yu-Gi-Oh card or some shit, you know. Like something from Magic the Gathering or something. <laughs> I'll link to that. I, I don't... It, a lot of fucking sites use that same image too as like, yeah, this is the Crawford County monster, Crawfordsville monster, whatever it was. Crawfordsville. Creature. I had monster. I know, I just made that up. Oh, okay. But it's, it's flowed nice because the seas. Okay, uh, yeah. Think? I think... Uh, yeah. I think that uh, the Flatwoods monster would win this one. Doesn't take much to pop one of those balloons, you know. It's just <sighs> they're so float, they're so fragile and thin to float that high into the atmosphere. You could the, throw a rock the at pungent it. Pungent mist of the Flatwoods monster It'd would be pop enough to the, pop the balloon. Yeah, pop the balloon. <laughs> pop the bubble. Jesus Christ! It's bubble buddy. <laughs> How did I not see this until now? <laughs> uh, I think I'd agree with you on on Flatwoods monster. I want. I wanted to make an argument for the astra, the atmospheric beasts, but I don't. Other than like being carnivorous, which the, the flatwoods monster is like, pretty seemingly metal, like devil horns. Yeah, or like, like metal, like physically made of steel. He seemed to be made thing. made of metal. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, like robotic. So I don't think that like the robot alien nun. Yes, I don't think. I don't think the atmospheric beasts could like eat that. Uh, yeah, I would agree. But uh, why don't you head over to social media, let us know what you think about that situation, who you think the winner would be. That will be on, uh, that will be on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to all those are in the description. Uh, we asked the same thing last week about the Flatwoods Monster and Organism 46B. Also known as the Vostok Monster. Yes. What did the people say? All right. On Facebook, 60% of the votes went towards the Vostok monster. Okay. So the remaining 40 over there in Flatwoods. Um, Twitter saw... I, just Twitter astounds me. Every fucking time I read these things, like, completely in the opposite direction <laughs> of both Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Twitter had 29% vote for 46B, and uh, the Flatwood Monsters won that one out with 71%. And on Instagram, was it, that was our highest amount of voters. So thank you, Instagram. 
Um, 65% voted for 46B and 35 voted for the Flatwoods Monster. 46B win flat out then? I believe so. So Orgasm 46B. The winner. Bing, 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 bing. Uh, yeah, I think that's who we voted for. Ended up on. Yeah. So I'm happy with those results. Other than Twitter, get your shit t- together. <laughs> or start showing your work. Yeah, please. Send me some links and be like, yeah, check this out, though. Uh, what do we got on the Instagram poll that we posted at the beginning? Are cryptids clouds? Are cryptids clouds? Also, why are you catching on to Huge Snake? Because he exposed himself on Facebook. Oh, so you know who, you, who he is now. Yeah. Excellent. Gotcha, bitch. Uh, we had a good amount of votes uh, today. Six voted for yes and four voted for no. <laughs> what do you think? We should have into that first. Are, are clouds cryptids? I want them to be. If I landed on yes on this one, I'm, I'm going to say yes, because if these things appear to be clouds, and like how often do you like really just stare at a cloud? What if you just like stare at a cloud for two hours and then all of a sudden it starts doing something weird? Flapping its wings. I've never stared at a cloud for two hours. <laughs> Who the fuck's got time for that? Jesus Christ, Connor. Just flapping my wings over here. Just throwing your vape around. Uh, uh, I would like to add this uh, comment. There's actually a message from mxckxy.x. They're actually government spies like the birds. Fucking amen. Fuck the birds. <laughs> Clouds are government spies. Spot on. Excellent. Is that, is that why DARPA is trying to control the weather? Just control the birds. Well, I mean, I don't... Head over social media. Let us know what you think about this one. Fucking go answer this week's polls, wherever. If we missed something major on this... uh please let us know. I mean, this one's super interesting. Like I said, I'm going to continue to like actively look into this one, I think, because I'm super interested. There was a plethora of information. It's a plethora a of stories. sea of stories. A sky full of stories. Sail full? I don't, I don't know. No, a, a sky full makes sense. A sky swimming with stories. That's it. An abundance of aerial anomalies. Ooh, that's good. I got nothing else. A questionable continuation of intercontinental creatures. I know the first one is a Q and it doesn't really make sense, but it sounds phonetic. I'm into it. Ah, uh, fuck it. So we got atmospheric beasts yeah. and counting cryptids on all your favorite social media sites, except for the crappy ones. Yeah, only on your favorites? Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That Facebook should maybe be last on that list now. Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I think a lot of people are getting Twitter, off of Facebook. Facebook, Instagram. It's like, I Discord that shit. And, yeah, Discord. Discord's cool. That's like that's where you can find me. I don't have social yeah. media of my own. Anywhere like, else, you're reacting. You're you're interacting with me. I like I I stalk from the background the other social media. Like yeah. I see things that are happening, and Connor will send me things. Speaking of which, there is a new Facebook review. That yes, there to is. Uh, saving this for the very end because it's I the am, best. I am quite active on Discord. There's More active than me, actually. Who will fucking vouch for me. All right, Facebook recommendation from baker he says frequent one to two hour trips for work these guys are awesome between the humor and drinking games and fake slash real creatures it makes the days go by quicker it's gonna suck when i actually catch up to the current podcast but finishing up season one now and their epic maybe legendary hey thank you uh i feel like season two has been going better than season one i feel like the episode like the last three maybe four episodes i have felt pretty confident in when releasing and the numbers have also been 
fucking astounding. So thank you yeah. everybody for listening. Uh, I really, really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Uh, again, fucking get active. Come talk to us yeah. on social media. Fucking Write a reviews. review for sure. Come chat on Discord. Fucking just even if you just want to let us know how you heard the podcast or something because it's we had two record breaking months in a row. Like the first one was like a decent number bigger than our previous one in the next uh, one March, and then April just fucking just blew just it out of the water. Exploded like fucking double what our previous highest month had been ever. I don't know what's going on, but thank you guys for listening and. Fucking come tell us how you heard the podcast yeah, or whatever. I don't know if somebody, Hey, heard about like, you from uh, some other podcast I, I don't or... I it's the kind of thing that's just like uh, because we changed a couple of things around or started doing tags differently or if somebody like mentioned us somewhere or what the fucking deal is. But yeah. like there's... I don't understand. Like it's honestly, it's pretty hard to track down from our end because we change things almost constantly. Like things are hopefully improving, but definitely changing at like between every episode. But if there's somewhere else you heard us, like you know, a podcast or, or an like article, or you somebody just in a comment on something, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just, oh, yeah randomly, uh, some comment on YouTube. I was like, "What is this thing?" And then just found you guys. I was like, "Oh, this is funny. Cool. I'll stick around." Thanks for fucking sticking fucking, around. Yeah, dude, <laughs> appreciate it. All right, enough enough praising our audience. Uh, we love you. Go over to social media, answer this week's polls. I've said it a thousand times, but. But do it. But do it. But do it. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks again, everybody. Love you. Peace.